0: Hi, this is Dean see here and this is the Tigers Tigers blah 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 podcast with Luke Flanagan and Rich Walker. Thanks for downloading and enjoy the show.
1: Winders! Quite <laughs> simply, destined to be from Dean Windows. And yeah, they've got a second goal as well. Ashby arriving. A low ball up to Deer Post and there was Chilton again The side foot that in.
2: Hello, welcome to another episode of Tigers, Tigers, blah, blah, blah. With me, Luke Flanagan, and uh, first is Rich Walker. Now then, Rich. Now then, you all right? Yeah, are you? Aye, yeah, not too bad. Been a while again. Yeah, well, you know, you're busy. We're, we're <laughs> all busy. I've moved, yeah, I've moved house, so uh, I, I suppose that's a genuine excuse, I suppose. But, yeah, just mental moving house. I would not recommend <laughs> moving it to anybody. Um but yeah, obviously there's a few games that we've missed, but we'll talk about the last one that we've just witnessed over the weekend and then we've got a few other things that we'll do today. Um, so I'll just do the normal introductions and then we'll get cracking because want to talk about City. It's been a while and I've missed it. So <laughs> um, Yeah, so obviously big thanks to Danny Johnson, Hull City Ladies, and their season's been cancelled, so I think they'll have the longest pre-season <laughs> known to mankind, which is a bit of a weird one, isn't it, really? Yeah, um, not really sure. But it usually starts around November, uh, sorry, uh, August, September, but that's quite a long time away, isn't it? So,
0: um, well, it'll feel it to them, I imagine, as well, especially with the, the season being truncated as it was, yeah, um, you know, all that time off without
2: any games. It was the end of just... November stopped for them, didn't it? Um, yeah, and then obviously went to the other lockdown, and then everything's just been cancelled. I think it's very messy in the lower leagues. I don't necessarily just mean. With the lower leagues women's football, because I think steps one and two for women are still playing as well. But yeah, they um, it's it's going out all over the shop, isn't it? I think Northern um, Premier and then the the Conference North and South, it's all getting quite messy with people doing. um, They're getting fines for not doing fixtures, and then there were promised grants, and it was actually a loan, and then they might go bust, and it's all very very messy. So. Um, thank God we support somebody <laughs> at the higher end of the period. Well, you say, say that,
0: it's, it still wouldn't surprise me to see these things um, it
2: have will an f- effect further yeah, up. I'm sure it will have an effect uh, on some of the teams, maybe even in this league or even higher up, I don't know. Um, but yeah, obviously it's a bit of a weird time, So, but big thanks to those guys. Um, big thanks to our patrons. Um, so we've got Danny Nicol, Ewan Jones, Micah San, Adam Brown, Alex O'Neill, Aaron Bell and Rich Fleming. Uh, so big thanks to you guys, and then obviously, well, I think some of the big news that we've not been off is that like FanHub has actually launched properly, um, and Rich still isn't a member.
0: Nope, nope. <laughs> I don't think I don't <laughs> think he's going to do it. Nope. We'll see. It's no reflection
2: we... on the product.
0: I mm. Just uh, yeah,
2: yeah. It's um, it's it's going all right. To be fair, um, I think I'm tenth currently out of. What seventy-five city 70 fans, I think there is. Um, I think there's over two thousand um, who've currently joined. How it works at the minute is, if you download the app, you get put in an automatic queue, which is about eight hundred people because they want to keep it quite low brow. I think and clears the servers, crap. Right, but that's pretty much how it is. But are you
0: sure, you... it's are you sure it's not just to create demand? It may be. Um, create but a buzz. It could be to create a buzz. I you don't know, know. It's, it's like you know, like an exclusive nightclub, isn't
2: it? I suppose so.
0: How do you make the, people the want to get in? That. You refuse yeah. them entry, mm. and you know that's right. I do. not With FanHub, can you go back and like swap T-shirts with your mate and <laughs> push your fringe a different way? It's like no, it's it's not me. It's somebody else. <laughs> Does it work like that, or do you have to
2: wait? I think you have to wait, but you don't have to wait if you if you contact me and I'll give you a code to jump the queue. So that's <laughs> that's basically yeah. If you listen to this show, you'll get jumped up right up. Because we want more City fans the better. Um, they did just today. This is the last thing on Fanum. They did. They released an update and basically they rank how good fans have been. Do you know, like, so you, you do your predictions and all of this sort of stuff, um, and then they rate them. So out of all the teams, we're fourth. City are fourth, so doing all right. Chufties. Um, yeah, chuffedy on all round. <laughs> and probably a nice segue in because uh, we played Gillingham at the weekend, didn't we? Yeah, um, and Gillingham apparently are the third most supported team on Fanhub. Um, the only league that they'll be above us in. Um, what did you make of the game at the weekend? Extremely frustrating. Wasn't it just? Yeah. I was not happy coming away from that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, well... I mean, it is a deep sigh as well, isn't it? It yeah, really was well, a deep sigh. I mean, it, the nature of the performance was actually really good. Mm, I think it was quite a uh, very entertaining game.
1: Um, yeah, end
2: uh, to end at parts, particularly second half. Mm, but um,
0: you know, it, familiar in the way that it played out. In some senses, in that we left a team that we should have comfortably beaten hanging around in a game, thinking they almost deserved to win it
2: at the end. <sighs> That's what they were saying. You should, uh, you should hear the pelters I've had this this weekend on social media.
0: Is, what is... That's not just Steve Evans saying
2: that day? out no, fans No, no, have... no. Oh, no, I've upset lots of Gillingham fans. Mm. Really have. Um, well, I, I, mean... I basically I basically put a tweet out Sunday saying, having slept on it, I'm even more unreasonable. and hate Gillingham and their style of play even more. Um, and then I got lots of abuse and all sorts of stuff from Gillingham fans, which was lovely. So I just used all the mute function and just thought, right, well, that can go away. <laughs> well, you will go um, fishing for it. Well, I just... It was... I don't think there is a more obnoxious manager or actually duo manager and assistant manager than Steve Evans and Paul Rayner. I think they wound me up more or as much as the team performance did. I don't think they, I think the team epitomized what them two are about. I don't know. I don't know if you get what I mean by that. It's just.
0: uh... Well, yeah, because I mean, that's the way that they play is, is, Fully within his his image and likeness, isn't it? It's ugly it as yeah, it is. Yeah,
2: um,
0: and it's you know, it's not something that you would want to see out of your team. You know, yeah. as a football fan, I would not want to to watch that. No, go um, not watch that every week.
2: I mean, you have to give them
0: credit where it's due. He's it's, it's been very successful for them recently. I said that, that They do, said, they do the get, reason... they
2: get results, don't they? They do get yeah. results, and that's because they, they shit out and kick fuck out of them. That's basically they, how it is. <laughs> well, even so,
0: that said, the only reason they got anything out of Saturday is because we allowed them to. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. We could have won 5-1. Well, I was going to
2: say we could have won two or three games of football. With the chances yeah, that we created. True. we did create an awful lot of chances. Yeah. Creating chances was not it was not their weak weakness, was it? It was putting them in the back of the fucking yeah. net as usual. And you can say, you know, I'm sure that their fans might point
0: to the fact that they've, you know, nil nil hit the post from uh, a mm. ricochet from a corner. Yeah, um, and and also say that they started the game quite brightly.
2: Um, mm. Well, they were always going to. I think. I think that's what they want. They wanted to try and put the pressure on us at the start, didn't they? Yeah, and you—you you got a look of what they were about,
0: didn't you? You mm. know, putting balls into the box and creating a bit of chaos and yeah, um, long throws in. And oh yeah, I mean,
2: I've never seen a longer throw.
0: Was their number two? It
2: was their right back, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. I mean,
0: to be fair, I don't know if at any point his throwing's actually caused us any problems. I think um, the, I think dealing with be them fair, directly. The, the only one was he...
2: right at the end, I think. Because they did, did hit have the that... post right at, at the very end, and nearly shot myself. I mean, the most undeserved three points in the world when Ingram just managed to claw it away, just right at it... the death. But
0: yeah, but I mean,
2: the the way that their
0: throwings were kind
2: of looped in
1: mm.
0: makes it very easy to deal with because you can kind of read the flight of it. Whereas I, think, I mean, it, the best yeah. the best proponent of a long throw that I've seen is um, Rory Delap
2: because mm. he had that kind of flat trajectory. And it was as good as a corner to them, wasn't it? And there's always yeah. that that Bo and Bow Mile booted it out for a corner rather than throwing that time. Yeah,
0: because yeah, the, the fact it was so flat means that any touch on it can make it dangerous. That's right. Yeah. But the way that Gillingham were playing it in, it's kind of like well, you know where it's roughly where it's gonna land or it's gonna drop so you can kind of attack it a, a little bit better. To be fair,
2: Eves, when he was on the pitch was was dropping back in there and heading it away. I yeah, it well, worked on that pretty yeah. well to be fair, but Anyway, yeah. I mean, I don't really want to. I don't. I'm not into criticizing any players. I think as a team, we were very wasteful. I think we could probably agree on that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Eve's played well for me, but again, he's got to he's got a take. I think he played. I don't think he had a bad game, and I, I think I think he he added, the, the, the headed chance. I mean, the cross from Wilkes was excellent, but um, I I think he should be doing better. With the chances that he had. He could have had that trick in my eyes. I mean, the one that came after the goal, I thought he
0: did as much as he could have done. I think there was, it, you know, there was one the before one it, I think. There was one before it he should have scored. Before he scored. Right. Mm. I can't remember that one, but the one where he's he's received the ball across the near post from Honeyman. Yes. I don't think he could have done an awful no, lot more I, with that because no. he's, he's kind of, as he's running across the front post, what he really wants to do is to be able to open his body out to be able to kind of glance it in across the keeper into the far post. It was a very acute angle to try and do that as well. But, well, so. yeah, I mean, it was it was impossible anyway because yeah. he had a defender up his backside. So if he lets mm. that run across himself, he loses the ball. Yeah. So he kind of has to finish it straight and, and because he's come so far across the front post, the only angle mm. he's allowed himself is kind of straight on to the to the front post yeah. and he hits it and I, I don't think he could have done an awful lot more with that one. The one after that, I think you can criticise him. Mm. I think he should have scored. I didn't um, listen
2: to Radio on the side afterwards. Um, did anyone ring they, in and have a go? Cause uh, we, have we have this seen, running joke, I think now, me and you, don't we? But,
0: they had one texter in um, who criticised him but I mean, it was cut short anyway because um, egg chasing was on. Oh, so. that's true, it was. There was no real uh, like chat afterwards, was there? No. Yeah, that's right. Um, no, I mean, I haven't even... I didn't bother going back to listen to, to whatever McCann said.
2: Um, he just said it was frustrating. That was basically it. Mm. I don't think it's anything that we wouldn't have said. No. <laughs> I not. think, to be fair, though, I mean, you've got to... T- Gillingham will do that to a lot of teams, and I think, because we didn't lose, I still... I know I know it's going to be... It feels like two points drop, doesn't it? Well, um, it was. but I don't think you can sugarcoat it and say that... Um,
0: you know it's positive because they will do that to other teams fact is if you want to look at the way that they imposed the game plan on us they mm. didn't stop us making chances no they didn't that's true so you can for me you can't really look at the game and say that they've they've implemented a style of play on us and it shuts us down because it didn't I think, the it only a, thing, I think it was us
2: being wasteful wasn't it, yeah really? the only
0: thing that stopped us winning the game is our poor finishing
2: can i ask how jacob Greaves hasn't scored for us yet <laughs> He's got no finish. He's got but it's from a yard out. It's like he's cursed or something. How do you hit the bar from there?
0: I mean really. Mm,
2: Lack of composure maybe, I I don't don't know. know. But it's just I mean, I don't again, you know, he's had a great season for me. It's not you know, he's he's kept um Device out the team, he's had to go on loan. I think he looks very good next to Burke. I mean Mm. Burke Burke missing is a worry for me. I mean I to be fair. I I thought we'd come on to that after. I mean, well, do you want to go on to it now? Because unless you want to talk kind about, of, yeah. unless you want to talk about more finishing. <laughs> well, well, no. What all that I was going to say about Greaves was, yeah, I cool. think
0: um, the primary thing that you need to focus on is is the fact that he's been part of a, a defense that's kept how, however many clean sheets, and you mm. know, it's oh, yeah, for, yeah. for the most part, been very solid. and People will, will pick on him not pick on him that's probably the wrong word but they'll pick him up for his, his um, inability to finish at the moment mm. but you know one of them's going to drop in eventually and we've seen it um, with his, his partner Reese Burke who yeah, it was,
2: scored for us before this right. season yeah, and he's, now he, he, and now he two can't years, stop it, two years without a goal and he's got four or five this season yeah. all competitions I think So it, I, mean, I think it, you have to remember how Young years, I think, sometimes, but it wasn't a yeah. howling miss, wasn't it? Not that I'm slagging for it. it but... The other thing that uh, you know, managers will say about strikers that you worry
0: if they're not getting the chances, I don't know if that's necessarily applicable for um, centre backs, mm. but he attacks, uh, crosses into the box, and he makes a nuisance of himself.
2: He's a big, fit, fit, strong unit, isn't he? So he's going to cause problems, and either it,
0: it might come off his arse or his shoulder. At some something. point, one of these is going to go in for him. You'd have hoped so. Yeah. I mean, I've just seen it back actually on the highlights that that miss. And he's almost, it's like he's gone a little bit early and got underneath it. So he's headed it upwards onto the bar. Two key down. I mean. Yeah. Maybe he's he's got, he's got the right side of his man. He should still score. You know, mm. that's not, that's mm. not offering him a way out. <laughs> yeah. He should still score. But one of these will go in for him eventually, I think.
2: Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously talking about his partner, Reese Burke. I think he pulled up in training on Friday, was it? McCann had said? Yeah, I believe so. Um, big miss for us, do you think? Because I do. He will be. He will
0: be. Yeah, I mean, in terms of um, Jones coming in to cover for him as a direct replacement centre back for centre back, have no mm. concerns there. But it's any, it's what happens. Further up the pitch,
2: well, it's because we lose Jones in midfield, and I think yeah, I think yeah. we 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 need him in there rather than because he's very competent at, at centre back. he Can play there very well. Would not again like you would not have any issues with him being centre back. But and again, I don't think Slater had a bad game. I don't want to have a go at Slater. I thought he did alright probably one of his better ones for us. But um, I do think because he's smaller, I think Gillingham could kind of enforce themselves a little bit more. And I don't think that happens with Jones. Is there? He's got a, a bigger physical presence.
1: Mm, yeah I agree
2: with that but also the the
0: equaliser I I would have thought if we had Jones and and Burke on Mm. they probably don't get that yeah I do think there was a foul in there you can't clutch at straws like that It was definitely a foul Well, I mean I don't think it's clutching at straws to say that that should have been given as a foul but I mean my you have got to defend
2: it better but it looked like a clear foul for me
0: my mantra with football it it was when I was playing and as Um, as a fan, it's like you can't point fingers at the referee for not doing his job when you fail to do yours. Mm. And, you know, you'll hear Mm. it it was a big one for Nigel Atkins, wasn't it? Control the controllables.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and that's the thing, like the the performance of the referee is not within your power to control. So you have to do what you can and, and what we were able to do was finish the opportunities that were presented to us, or oh, that's what we should have been able to do if we were looking to control what we could control. I think Lewis, so, Potter, I
2: think... Lewis Potter had a couple of good chances as well that he, he yeah, probably he should did. have done better with. Um, he just seems to be a bit on cold. I think he's a, he's a confidence player, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, you could say for the goal, like, Jones
0: has been fouled, but he's let his man get wrong side of him. He's got the run on him for the ball in, mm. and then he's struggling to re- recover his position. Um, which he's unable to do. Um, and that's, you know, allowed the Gillingham player to get in the position to be able to foul him. So it's mm. like, mm. you know, you, you can point out mistakes with the referee, but when you're making them as well, it's, it's, um, yeah, like a it it wash for me.
2: No. Because um, there, is there a shout to put Jones back in midfield and put, Um, McLaughlin there but is he a left-sided player? Is that the only issue? Yeah, that would be the issue for me. Um, I know that McCann's
0: spoken before, uh, not this season I think, but he's spoken before about wanting to to have that balance in his centre-back so that you've got one left and right-sided. Yeah, I think it makes
2: sense. I don't think I'd argue with McCann
0: on that to be honest. Um, Well, no, I mean, having two
2: left-sided centre-backs play, if they know that, they're going to target the right side surely. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, and, and we do like to play from the back
0: on occasion, don't we? Yeah. So it, it does make it that little bit more difficult to do that if
2: you're playing on your offside. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, it's interesting because I don't know if you saw anything of the 23s last night that they played. Uh, I saw the goals today, yeah. Because uh, there was a lot of first-team players in there. There was, yeah, but they probably needed
0: the minutes. Oh yeah, I'm we, we might need him, you know, yeah. um, with the way Flores, two, game, two games, two games over the course of a weekend. Flores um, we, has played we might there, need him.
2: and then who else? Um, Emmanuel played. Imagine, imagine somebody in November telling you that that when it comes to to March and like the you know the the end of the season, Josh Emmanuel will be getting minutes for the twenty threes because he won't get a game time. Mad isn't it? No,
0: oh, it's just the way it goes. It's you know, it's a long season, isn't it? Forty six mm. games a lot can happen. I, you know, I'm not shocked that Coyle got his place back in. Oh, I'm not either. He, He's been excellent, hasn't he? He's been excellent. Well, he has, but he was
2: always signed to be the first choice, I think. Mm. Well, I think that the thing that went against him for so long was, firstly, his, his suspension, <laughs> because he had the first three games, he couldn't play anyway, could he? And Emmanuel started on fire and then, obviously, Coyle did get his chance, got injured, didn't he? Um, and he had a little bit of a setback. So, then I think Emmanuel just kept his place until well, it was a, it was new year really wasn't it that they kind of really swapped over they started to change it a little bit um, but obviously with him being captain now you don't see Coyle being dropped anytime soon do you
0: No, it's not just it's not just because he's captain either. He's playing well enough. He's mm. he's you know he's got the shirt on merit for
2: me. Mm. I mean the that go, the assist for Lewis Potter's goal against Oxford. Yeah speaks yeah exactly he's you know it's what he he's
0: doing he's isn't? not he's not necessarily um providing an attacking threat in the same way that Emmanuel did you know created space to allow mm. Wilkes or whoever's ahead of him to come in off the off the wing mm. but when you've got that ability you can you, you can threaten in other ways i think he's he's made as a a little bit more um, defensively sound as mm. well
2: yeah um Obviously, so looking forward to the next couple of games, we've got the Easter weekend. Um, Just an aside, I don't know if this is ever going to affect us in the next two games, but did you see Lincoln's game has been called off? I did, yes. Um, So they're supposed to play MK Dons, I believe. So everybody seemed to be liking because they scored a goal where there was 53 passes, but they're still franchise FC. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But still, I mean, that's that's another game that they won't play Lincoln because obviously they're up around the top of the table, although they've, I think they're missing a few. That they've not really done as well recently, which is great to see for us again. But they they will have a game, um, and then that might have knock-on effects later on in the season. I don't know. It's been a while since there's been a COVID cancellation. I'll say that.
0: Yeah, it has.
2: Yeah, um,
0: considering you know around Christmas, it seems to be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the season seems to be in in some jeopardy at points. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it seems to be a bit out of the blue to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, you, you're always going to get them, I think. I think mm. really that they've gone from Christmas until now without any Yeah, um, is probably as much down to good fortune as it has been down to um, kind of increased testing and, yeah. and, and better management of kind of social environments and changing. changing rooms and what have
2: you. Mm. Certainly. Um, so obviously, we've got what? Crew Friday? And yes then, crew um northampton monday yeah two very very different styles of play to come against over sort different
0: of sorts of threats as well because mm. i mean if you look at crew's home record they're top six very good home.
2: they are very good at home um, they don't concede a lot of goals either
0: no no i mean they've they've played 18 at home conceded 19 yeah uh, but they've only lost four at home mm. all right they're Form over the last five has been patchy: one, two, drawn, two, lost one.
2: Um, so they're pretty much a mid-table League One side, I think, and I think they, they all we, we've we've found them very hard to break down in both games we've played. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's a favourable one on
0: paper, but then when you kind of dig into their home form a little bit, it's you know they've, they've won fifty percent of the home games, mm. so it'll be a difficult. A difficult task, but again, it's one if we're looking to win the league, we should be thinking, Well, we need three points here. Certainly, I can remember uh, 2004 to five, like going to Oldham and thinking, You know, if if yeah. we want to be, if, if we want to win the league, there, and, yeah, we need to be winning, we need well, to be we lost. These. It and, and mm. that was the weekend for me where it was kind of like any prospect of winning the league sort of went away. and I don't want to see that happen again this Easter, no, especially with um, Peterborough and Sunderland playing each other.
2: Yeah, I mean that's we, that's
0: good for us. If you know, if you know, nil nil draws great for us. There in it, really. Well, I mean either or, somebody's going to lose points. If both of them do, then that's you know that that's a good thing for me. What's happened with with our last two results, you know, two disappointing draws, is that they've both Caught up, um, really. snuck ahead of us yeah.
2: marginally in points per game. I saw that. Yeah, there's. Yeah, I think it's is it point zero three. They're
0: both on 1.86 and we're on 1.84. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the the fact that they are going to play each other is, I think... um, It's come a good time for us, I think. Yeah, and it needs to be remembered when people are um, talking about the significance of of those results. And also, I think the other thing that I'm keeping an eye on is the fact that Sunderland have got um, Blackpool twice. They oh, have, we've... they have, yeah. They've not played them this season yet, have they? No. So they're, you know, they haven't got the easiest of runnings. They've got us to play as well. And I know, um, who was it? Their goal scorer on Saturday was saying, "Bring it on," wasn't he? Um, oh, I think. It, uh, what
2: Sunderland? Yeah. Was it Charlie White?
0: Um, no, it wasn't. I can't remember his name. It was um, Irish lad, McGeady? No, no. Um,
2: hold on do they have a look. Wasn't that Luke or nine, was it? I don't, I, I, I don't pride myself on knowing Sunblum players. I just. Aidan O'Brien. Aidan O'Brien, right. Well, yeah. I mean, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, there's
0: no reason why they shouldn't be confident.
2: No, <laughs> no. I mean, they're in it format. It is a tricky they, running. They've yeah. got that new manager bounce and it's worked for them. Obviously, I think Lee, Lee Johnson seems to have gotten playing well, hasn't he? So...
0: Yeah, but I mean... You know they've they've Oxford on um, Friday, mm. and
2: we know that Oxford are a decent side. Yeah, yeah. Um, certainly, and then they've got Peterborough away, Charlton at Chal- home. at home, yeah. Wigan away. I mean, they're scrapping for lives as well. They've just had a takeover, aren't they? I think Wigan tonight. Um, then they've got Blackpool, us, Accrington, Blackpool home, Plymouth, and then Northampton. I and mean, it's not the, yeah. I don't think there's any real you know easy games per se, is there? But. And no, they've got two, what two more games to play than we have, I think. Uh, yes, um, yes. So yeah, you know, the, the, yeah, they've played thirty six and we've played thirty eight.
0: So yeah, and then Peter Fleetwood on Friday. I
2: thought probably- we're hoping on a Dan Batty masterclass in midfield. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll
1: see about that. This is a
2: Grant Grant McCann master plan. He's going to send out. Our old midfielder who could get a game to Fleetwood and he's going to beat take points off the teams around us. He's still a City lad at heart. <laughs> yeah, I mean Fleetwood aren't bad at home. No, well um, Fleetwood. I think um, so. Is it Sam Grace has gone there now? Yes. Um, they they've done all right, you know. Um, and then they've got to play Sun. Yeah, they've got Sunderland, a Peterborough play Fleetwood as well. Yeah, and then Sunderland, then Swindon. I think that should be it. Um, yeah, I
0: mean, Peterborough's next six games isn't. They've got, got Gillingham. Yeah, Gillingham, Northampton um, and Chowton away and then they're running the last three is pretty tricky. Donnie, Lincoln and Donny again. Mm. So, I mean, I know Donny haven't had the greatest run but a lot of averages would dictate that that, that would come to an end at some point, you would think. Certainly. It, it, and the same would go for Sunderland's good run. They're not going to go the next 10 games without dropping points. No. So... You know, it's. It, I know that, especially off off the back of Saturday's result, two, two draws in a row. People would have been thinking, "Well, that's it." We kind of, shattered it there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I still think there's a little bit left to go, and and the same will apply to us. I think there's there's a few more twists and turns yet. Ladies right corner,
1: Are we to see a late winner? Current with the shot?
0: Yes,
2: we are. A beautiful little back flick and that. Is a superb goal. A super goal by Gareth Roberts. Lucas on the edge. Oh, that
0: is magnificent. One of the things that I've noticed um, recently is, is that we've been, as a fan base, uh, quite quick to celebrate when other teams have had a, a bit of a wobble. Mm. And that makes me a little bit nervous. I don't know if I like yeah, that. Me
2: too. I'd, uh, <laughs> do you know what? i I'd, I'd said as much on Twitter. Did you? Yeah, because I think, uh was it uh, there's been a few times, um I don't did Peterborough lose and then um Lincoln lost for sure. And then yeah. loads of loads of people were gloating and and I, I mean I got some messages back going like well well the teams are losing, why well, can't you just enjoy yourself? And it's like it doesn't look good, does it? Like concentrate on us. Start yeah, well, celebrating I on you know just Lincoln kept dropping. stone points. Yeah, me too. Me too. But I just basically, in the end, I just said, look, you know, a bit worried that City fans seem to be then suddenly obsessed with the team's dropping points when we could do exactly the same this week. So mm-hmm. it's just, it's not, it's not for me. I'd rather just... But it's, it's not that, I mean, I don't,
0: I can understand the behaviour and I think it's great if you think... think like, in, if, inside if you want...
2: inside you... every City fan goes, get in. Yeah, but well, there's of no need you to. Do. Yeah.
0: Of yeah. course you do. But yeah. It's just like it's just like oh I don't know. It just makes me nervous. Um, yeah. yeah. I have no problem with people wanting to indulge in it, but for me, it's just like oh god. <laughs> and that's probably down, as much down to my mindset as anything. It's just like oh Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know absolutely. <laughs> um, and you know, it kind of bore out that that was the case this weekend. Yeah. Well, I mean, and last weekend. I mean. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because I mean, you know. Did, Took Greg Doherty to, to score a very good goal in a bad kind of shaky performance. Really, mm. um, if if last week was one point gained, it was two points dropped this week against Gillingham, I'd say, yeah, definitely. Um, but obviously, we've, we have looked look forward to Crew on Friday, and then we've got a little bit of a different proposition on the Monday, aren't we? Yes, yeah, Northampton at home, um, and and you know, Keith if... Kale's now gone. Keith Kale's not there. Well, uh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I mean, it, it was horrendous that because I mean, we won 2 0, I think. I seem to remember Honey Esther pulling out the magic and assisting for, I think it was him, for keane Lewis Potter's goal, um, headed goal at Northampton. And then yeah, I and a Delican scored. Adelican, the other bowl, which
0: no, he, he played it through a ball. It was Honeyman, wasn't it?
2: Oh, of course it was, yeah. Yeah, the defence splitting pass when we started to see a Delican. Yeah, doesn't it of, feel like a long time since we had a delicate? I know. Well, do you know what? It might have been a bit of a bullet dodge because when he started playing for for Bristol City, he's out for the season. Yeah, he's injured, isn't he? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was an odd one. That it just seemed an awful long time ago that he was in a city shirt, doesn't it? Mm. But yeah,
0: I mean, you know, to to go back to Northampton, if uh, mm. if crew um, at Gresty Road is is a, a tricky proposition, I'm not sure that Northampton coming to the KC is um, an easy one. Well, no, it should be. <laughs>
2: it should, yeah, but <laughs> it
0: should be the twenty third on in the away table.
2: Mm.
0: The twenty third, you know, they've won three away from home
2: all season, lost mm. eleven, mm. conceded thirty two. I mean, the direct that that was the style of play. They did they played three four three. That was the the weirdest thing about Northampton. They played three four three against us early in the season under Keith Kell, but all they seemed to do was just punt it long. It was really bizarre. I've never really got my head around that because at Gillingham, you could see what they did. They, they had a very specific way of playing and I get part of it and I don't really want to go into it again. But the way that, that, that Northampton set up never really made sense to me for the football they wanted to play. I don't know about you. Maybe I'm just looking into it a bit deep. but
0: I just thought that industrial... You know, mm. and you get that put it this, in the mix. Put it in a mix. That, well, yeah, that's exactly what it was, wasn't it? Yeah, um, yeah, I think they tried to be a a little bit horrible and and try and bully us about, but we just stood up to it quite well, mm. and and you know played our football in the moments where we could and, and scored two very good goals that day. Yeah. Um. So I'm hoping uh, for a birthday present out of them. Yeah, because it's my birthday on Monday. I'm turning thirty five.
2: Cause so we're all we're all old bastards and that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: But you know <laughs> getting older is better than the alternative, isn't it? Uh what's the alternative? Getting younger or oh, Benjamin Button? No, well, the, like al- the the alternative <laughs> is not getting any older, which means you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it would be a nice present for a double win over the weekend. Yeah, yeah so, You know. Not that you've been selfish or anything, but it would be a good. Present. No, no, I'm being completely selfish. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason I want three points because if
0: we don't win on Monday, I'm going to be in a very bad mood um, um, when I'm of... having my freezing cold, socially distanced uh, drink in the in the back garden with my
2: family. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to Rich; he's in City lost. Imagine yeah. all your all your will we, we'll, we'll all be the down, same, Yeah, you? yeah, because they all, you all fall City, don't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, well, thoughts are for that. Hopefully we have come back from a couple of dodgy results and have a couple of blinding ones so we get get a lead back up at the table. Yeah, I think, I think we'll turn it around, you know.
0: It's still in our hands, isn't it, really?
2: We keep I mean, winning.
0: did you read um, Craig Fagan's interview today? With, I did, um, with Baz Cooper, yes. Yeah. yeah, so he made a decent point. Um, the, the important thing is that we're still ticking over. You yeah. know, a couple of points. Yeah. Um, so, so, we're not losing, and I do think that that
2: those results will turn again for us. Mm. I think you, not every game you're going to get the rub of the green in a 46-game no. season, are you? No, of course not. Um, it may be that, you know, Greaves goes up the end and scores against Crewe. Well, whatever, I hope so, because he's due. He needs it, he needs it, doesn't he? But, um, well, yeah.
0: I don't know if he
2: needs it, we need it. Well, I think it's, <laughs> I, think it's, I, think it's I think it's. double-edged, to be fair. Yeah. Um. Right, so obviously we're living up for that. We want a double uh, birthday present for Rich, please, City. Um, two wins over Easter weekend, make it a very pleasant birthday and a very good experience for all City fans involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got two two segments left that we're just going to do. One is our you know, Tiger base, thanks to these guys, always relying on them for the stats because we're useless and we just needlessly rip them off. But Speak for yourself. <laughs> speak for yourself.
0: I, uh, often we... say to, I often say to people, if I could remember things that were actually useful as well yeah. as I could remember City
2: Trivia... To be fair, you are like the fountain of knowledge I go to if I kn- don't know someone. <laughs> I, ask, I ask you first and then I go to Tiger Base if you don't know the answer. <laughs> I know, it's a bad, I know it's a really obscure one. When I go on Twitter and you've asked a question about City. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing this week in All City History um, with obviously, uh, we just kind of crowned it with Tiger Base and Tiger Base always retweet us and love it. So, um, But yeah, what was, uh, what was your on this day or on this around this time um, in days of your? Yeah, well, I mean, it is on this day as, as we're
0: recording. I've been. Yeah. I was going to go with something back in the 60s. Um, Interesting. Yeah, because I wanted to do some reading. I know there's a book that's come out on Hull City in the 1960s. Um, and I think it's for um, some of the profits or all of them. I'm not sure we're going to the Is Cillo, Cillo? appeal.
2: Well, because Cillo scored against Oldham, didn't he, in a game today? Oldham Athletic away, they scored. We drew 1-1. Yeah, well, that was it. That so, was the one, was it? Yeah, Yeah. so I was going to do
0: that. But then I saw something that was a little bit more recent than that, but I also thought it was an interesting history. Um, mm. So um, if we go back to 2013, mm-hmm. um, we were away at Huddersfield Town uh, on oh, Saturday 30th it. March. I remember it well. Just well I watched lot... it
2: from a pub. Well,
0: most people watched it from somewhere that wasn't the Galfarm Stadium. It was the boycott, wasn't it? It, Yeah, West Yorkshire Police and their uh, Mm. infamous bubble, their bubble game. So, yeah, City went to uh, Huddersfield and won 1-0 thanks to a fantastic goal from Loney George George Boyd. Boyd.
2: What a lad. He's only got one eye.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know where that came from because he very visibly had two... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, it's never you know
2: It was really weird that actually because it was under Bruce, weren't we? That was yeah, yeah, it was it, the promotion
0: season. season we went up, yeah. Yeah. So we um, were we that win saw us um closed the gap on Cardiff mm, above us um, four points.
2: God, I'll never forget that end day where it was just oh man. It was ridiculous. We went out after, remember? No. Yeah. It It was good We met in Gardner's and then just got really drunk and then went to Piper and just laughed a lot. It was very good. It was in high spirits. Do you remember when, the times when you go to fucking night pumps? Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, Peter Do you remember this? Do you remember then? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah that was then a they, was tri- good... they
0: chucked you out and put big lights on.
2: But yeah, that's right. So the big light comes on. You know, yeah. it's time to fuck off home. Um, so
0: the the interesting thing about that game was uh, at that point it was our tenth away win of the season, and mm-hmm. up to that point they'd all been won by a single goal.
2: Brilliant, um, typical
0: Bruce. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't. know if it was typical Bruce, but um, maybe you could say that this season, if the or that season, if they all were won by one goal. Yeah. Uh, so our eleven for that day was David Stockdale in goal who I mm-hmm. think uh, people often forget about, but he did they a do, very yeah, good job. a very good keeper for us. <laughs> yeah, he did, because we bounced around for, for uh, you know,
1: between we have, a few um, keepers.
0: Brad Guzan at one point that season? Uh, no, season before, I think. Or was it? Yeah, we got he, him on loan from Villa, didn't we? I he was under that. Nigel Pearson. That's right. Um, uh, it was right, Guzan. Yeah. We'd had... Um, there was a lad on loan from Man United.
2: Brad Amos.
0: Yeah. Um...
2: And I want to say there was one more. I don't know if Galachi was in that season or if that was another one. That might have been season before, because then before that was Manoni, wasn't it? Sort of 11 Yeah. Um, I'm sure. You... I'm sure we'll be corrected. Yeah, by, uh... was in the squad as well. He was that. Well, um, that was, was. that the season? Was that the season where he, he pretended to have a head injury? Yeah, Jock's that... a clanger against Chef Wednesday. Chef Wednesday, yeah, that horrendous yeah. one. Oh God. Um, it's really funny that he he fought his way back. Yeah, you know, the one thinks of him as a city legend. I mean, I, I still love him, but I mean, it was everybody thought he was bloody useless. I know. And it was almost out of necessity that he was played because we only we didn't have a senior goalkeeper. Really. Yeah. We're with, with McGregor being injured. I will say that I think the legend of Jakubovic is slightly overplayed for me. I think I think it's because he left and then has never played again for Leicester. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much shape. people like, oh, and yeah, it's a shame that he's not playing. I was like, well, I mean, I would take whatever I don't know what wages he's on, but I assume he's on a decent wage. He's doing better than you or I. Third or fourth choice keeper at Leicester for Premier League, yes, yeah. please. Yeah. So Bertie we had, Kim. yeah. Anyway, Stockdale in Goal, um, yeah. Chester,
0: Hobbs, and Bruce were back three. Um, no, I think mm-hmm. I think Bruce might have been in midfield because Abdulai Fire was playing. Oh, that's true. He um, was. So we had, he? Yeah. we had Elmo and Robbie Brady. So, uh,
2: Bruce was a holding
0: midfielder then with yeah Yeah, it was, uh, with Corrin Myler ahead of him and then Jay Simpson and George Boyd Jay Simpson. And doing the business up top. Uh, you subs, Corey Evans, Liam Rossini and Tom Kearney.
2: Yeah, it's mad. Yeah, some of those players, man. Yeah,
0: really? I mean, if, if you were to ask me and say, was Jay Simpson still playing for us that late in the year? I'd have said, no, probably not. Mm. Um, you know, just going from memory. Yeah. But he he did have a decent season that year um, he did. and the I think he, went,
2: he went out to like Thailand or somewhere or Indonesia after that, didn't he? It was really weird. I remember reading about him. Just kind of went went off the grid. Yeah, so once once he left
0: us, yeah, he did. Um I, I mean he wasn't long out there because he came back and, and spent three years at Leighton Orient. Mm. Um before going off to the States and and then coming back to Orient. Yeah, then, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, strange career. You know, one of those players that kind of his City career sort of stopped and started quite a bit. He was, yeah, cause he had some good form patches, you know, purple patches, and then he was. Just well, I always remember him on the team, him and Aluko, like mm. absolute sex ball for a goal at um,
2: Bristol City. Oh, I remember that. Was he was wearing that nice light blue shirt, the Argentina the blue shirt? Oh, yes. that was a lovely shirt. That one. Yeah. We'll get to shirts later. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, well that, well, that was your choice. I went two years ago. So this was Ipswich Town away on the Saturday the thirtieth of March 2019. Um, and we went away to Ipswich in, in front of a crowd of 15,720. And Grzycki Masterclass scored two. Um, and, yeah, I don't know if you went to this one. Uh, don't think I did because uh, Ipswich
0: is a bugger to get to, isn't it? I've been before, yeah. Um, I don't Stole think it's all and just Ugh. yeah. I don't think I went to this one.
2: Um, but there's there's some interesting names in the squad. I mean, one of the other things is that Nigel Adkins was manager there, and and we're going to have to face him at the end of the season because <laughs> yeah. he's now Charlton manager, isn't he? But yeah, um, yeah, it was it was an interesting City eleven this. So David Marshall was in net, and that must be one of the first clean sheets he's ever had for City, because there was that sort of running joke, wasn't there? It was just like, oh, he never keeps a clean sheet. But... Yeah, well, I mean, if, um, if the legend of Jakubovic
0: is um, underplayed, I think the quality of David Marshall is understated. I think that's probably true. Um, I thought it was a decent keeper. I just mm. think half the time, the four in front of him didn't help him. <laughs> he, he, he had a propensity for making a clanger. Mm. Um, but for some reason people were much more forgiving of Jakubovic for it's that
2: strange that isn't it yeah but anyway uh, we had the, so Dave Marshall in net and it was Todd Kane mm-hmm. I don't even know where he's playing now QPR isn't he is he, is he QPR yeah is he, I don't know if he's still technically a Chelsea player or he's actually no no he's left. he's Those finally gone actually. yeah he's part of that Chelsea E group chat which had about 100 players in it um, Reese Burke mm-hmm. Jody Device Eric Lehigh, and then you had uh, Batty, Irvine, Pew, uh, Bowen, Wait, Mark, Pugh. Bowen, Grzicki, and Fraser Campbell um, up top. And you subs that day was Chris Martin, so, Evandro, Chris Martin, six foot one, jump five foot six, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Evandro, and Robbie Mackenzie. Um, who we actually played against on because He's at Jill's now. Yeah. It? He yeah. came on as a sub late on.
0: Substitute cameo. Indeed. Isn't um, it a shame that he's had to move all the way to Kent mm. to, to, to do the same thing? <laughs>
2: to do, thing do the as same thing as he was doing at City. Yeah. Poor lad. <laughs> yeah. To, uh, well, I couldn't. Well, yeah. It's, uh, that, that, that to what, it's two years ago? And, uh, under Adkins at the time, I think we was doing all right. I mean, obviously, we had Grzycki and Bowen still, and then obviously the season after they leave. But I think we sort of tickled the edges of the playoffs, It was we? kind of 10th, wasn't it? In the yeah. 10th or 11th, it was kind of wishy-washy in the middle. Some really good game. We weren't on that really good run that season, didn't we? We were in about 10 in a row or something. Yeah, we just left ourselves really a little bit much to do as, as yeah. things came down to the business end. Yeah. But still decent decent win away at Ipswich and we did do that this season as well, although we lost at home to him. So um interestingly that we'll probably play against Camel Grzycki, as in England, um they play Poland, don't they? Tomorrow?
0: Yes. They or do, today yeah. when
2: people listen to this. So we'll see if he makes Because the... I know um, Lewandowski's out. He's got some kind of ankle ligament damage or something, so he can't play. Yeah. <laughs> It's a friendly, isn't it? It is, I think, yeah. I don't think it's a qualifier. Um, to be honest, I've kind of dipped in and out of the England games, so they weren't really that entertaining. I, was, I played San Marino and it's kind of... Yeah, I didn't watch that because there's entirely no point for me. And then they, they played Albania and... I fell asleep during that. I didn't really watch that either. <laughs> I watched a bit of it and then I was just like, he's playing two defensive midfielders against Albania. Um, so I'm going to tell it. And one of them played some Leeds, so I'm going to tell it off. Oh no! Yeah, we well, played Declan Rice and fucking Calvin Phillips together, and then you has yeah. got he got all the leads. Twitter just spunking over like the fact that <laughs> Bielsa and fucking Southgate rating, so therefore he must be good. And it's like, oh yeah, brilliant. It's not good to watch though, is it? No, no. So anyway, yeah, that was this week in all city history. Uh, so yours was what uh, twenty thirteen, and mine was twenty nineteen. We are going to delve back at some point. And we will. There's always where you said you weren't gonna do the sixties one, but yes. obviously. Um at some point we will do one that older listeners will appreciate. A little bit more maybe. Um So the next thing we was just gonna was just gonna finish on this, I think. Um we was gonna do like a once a week, whenever we do this, we have a chat about just one shirt each week when we do it each episode. And we just bring up a shirt from Recent or far, far past history, where we just talk about a shirt that deserves some love and attention for for a week. So, this is something we're going to try new this week. See but how with it both, goes. I don't know with, how it'll work in an audio format. But... No, it's a little bit strange, isn't it? But it was just an idea that I had, and we'll we'll go with it, I guess. Um, <laughs> and obviously, I think one of the other things is I'm I'm going to um I'll, I'll go to the the Tigers Blad Twitter because there's a lot of people jumped on this because everyone loves a shirt chat, don't they? Well, it seem to anyway. Because my yeah, my apparently. phone my phone didn't stop pinging last night. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what uh, what choice was yours? Well, was your shirt that deserves some love. I've gone with one that I think is an
0: underrated classic. Right, um, I don't think it gets spoken about nearly enough in nice city shirts. Um, the two thousand two three away shirt. Um, also the two thousand and three four third shirt
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, made by patrick um, it 's white with blue and amber trim
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: and a nice blue fold down collar with amber trim as well uh, made by Patrick sponsored by bonus electrical um I think it 's one that 's not um as fondly remembered as its uh, its successor the the Black
2: Patrick yeah, shirt from yeah. two thousand three to four. I think because, that goes down as a bit of a classic with people, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, because of what it was worn for. You know, it's yeah, the, the Yeovil yeah. kit, but I think exactly. aesthetic, aesthetically yeah. speaking, um, this one is one of my favourites of all time. Um, and it's for some reason it's one that I associate with Stuart Green. I don't know why,
2: um, mm. but yeah, it's one of my favourites. Yeah, I've gone for a um, bit of a weird one. I don't know if. I don't people call it well it was from 2016 17 and it was actually a third shirt I mean I don't know we have, we have a third shirt this year and actually I don't think it went down that well this year's third shirt when it first came out the blue and white one yeah, but the kit's,
0: um, the, the kit's grey with the shorts. It's, oh, it's lovely. It's such yeah. a nice
2: shirt. I mean, I've got all three of this season, so, I mean, you know, we're always going to do that, I think. <laughs> um, I've even got a long-sleeve home shirt with Wilkes on because I live on the edge. Uh, I think <laughs> I think you've got one as yeah, well. Yeah, I do as well, yeah. But the one I chose was the 2016-17 third shirt, and it was made by Umbro. The sponsor was Sport Pessa, if you remember that sponsor. Yeah, I do. Um, And it was actually called, I thought, Cactus Purple, but actually it's called, if you look on the actual um, the actual kit, when you look at it, it talks about it being purple haze. Um, but I can't remember, I don't know about you, but I can't remember another kind of distinctive weird or different colour being chosen for a city shirt than that. I think it just stands out quite. It's definitely quite the lot. outlier. Yeah. Um, it's the strangest one. It's a think
0: it's a nice shirt mm. um the trouble with it was we got tonked in it I mean was, oh, yeah we never we? won in it did we the, well the game at, at Bournemouth that year got absolutely oh, it, was six, was it six nil it. or something it was ridiculous yeah was, Ryan Mason scored yeah. that day to, to That's give, true yeah. to give the the city fans something to cheer but it's it's very difficult for a shirt to kind of gain traction with a fan base if it's if it's associated with with Shite like that, indeed, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> um, right, so not saying Ryan
2: Mason was shite. I meant the no, result. no, not at all, not at all. <laughs> um, just the result. <laughs> there was a there was a few. So I would put on the Tigers' blog Twitter, not really expecting anything, but I just said that it was going to do a shirt of the week and a nice little kit-based chat, and then Twitter kind of exploded really um, on mine. <laughs> so there was quite a few. Um, see what you think of these. Um, so Will Young. Um obviously not Will Young from whatever boy band Will Young was in. <laughs> was it West Life? I don't know. Um, but it's Will Young you, from the You know more than I would. From the To Hull and Back podcast. Um he said
0: I'm sure he I'm sure he never gets that. No, well, I he's, bet nobody ever says that to him. Yeah,
2: I actually mentioned when we mentioned him a few weeks ago, I actually said that's the first time that anybody's mentioned my name without mentioning a boy band after it. So <laughs> we needed to we needed to." Yeah. to to make sure that checks a little bit. but I apologise, Will, for Luke going for the low-hanging fruit. Soswell. Will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he said the home share of 20... No, sorry, 1997-98 uh, deserves more love, which was made by Super League, I believe. Yeah, it's very nice. That and month. it had University of Hull as the sponsor. Mm,
0: yeah, um, I mean, that's, that's as... Um, it's a classical city mm, like that.
2: It's quite hard to get older as well, I will say. Um, I presume you've got one of those, or have you not? Uh, no, it's the only one I need Ooh. from the last uh, last thirty years for home shirts. Still trawling. Mm. So that's a, that's another one. Uh, right, so if it's... anyone if anyone yeah, has if one wants to sell want one to sell to sell <laughs> in, a, in a large, I'd be really appreciative. You know? <laughs> and those sizes are the nineties as well, like uh, a large was like a triple XL. I mean, to be Super... fair, the
0: Super League ones don't tend to fit too badly. Um the it's the AVEC it, one not they? Yeah, yeah, they're all over the place. I mean I've got I've got some of theirs that fit really nicely. Are they a youth? But, <laughs> no, they're larges. <laughs> oh, they really? larges. but then I've then I've got a couple of other ones that are larges that are just absolutely enormous, like bigger than some hockey jerseys that I own. Yeah. Huge. I mean um the the two thousand two thousand one I think away kit I've got. Oh, I've got the home one
2: of that. And it is pretty. It is a large, and it's pretty big.
0: Yeah, well, mine, mine of that fits quite well. The, but the away it was Patrick, shirt, it, wasn't it? Patrick. No, it's um, no, it's 2000, oh, 2000, that, that was that was Super, Super League, League, I think. Yeah. Um, so, um, so what am I on about? But, yeah, there's an AVEC one. I think maybe ninety nine two thousand. Absolutely
2: massive. It's huge. There are some but weird then, sizes,
0: aren't they? That yeah, went the, that, that the, the the home one from that season is. It's
2: perfectly sized. It's weird. So, a couple of others. Uh, Riley Somerville um, always thought our third kit from 2014 15 was underrated, which is the white one mm-hmm. um, with kind of similar blue, colours blue to, to the away. Sh- the third kit this season? I'm looking at it now and it's very similar. It's just completely white rather than like blue and white, half and half. Yeah, um, well, that, he... that one away at um, Locker and yeah. And then it says, maybe it's just because I associate it with Jelovic's bicycle kick against Newcastle, mm, but just to love yeah. that shade of blue and white. Only downside being our weird betting sponsor and that fucking badge. <laughs> yeah, it was a 1904 on one space. Black, black, and red, black and red betting sponsor on yeah, the 12 white bet. sky blue strip. Yeah, it just didn't think of that, did they? Um, Mark Joseph tweeted us. <laughs> Legend. (laughs) What a legend. And he said, this one brings back some good memories, and it's the Patrick Bonus black away shirt with Ash going mental in the picture that he posted. Um, The Yeovil kit. The Yeovil kit, indeed, which has been mentioned already, but obviously that's his favourite. So that was nice to get an ex-City player tweeting on that. Uh, Andy um, says the OS um, University of Hull with the stripes (laughs) and the kind of um, I don't know what you'd call it it kind of goes white and then it fades yeah it fades into the amber the great escape shirt, great escape shirt with a yeah with uh yeah that I mean I've got that one that was the weird season where Hull Sharks at the time which in now Hull FC and Hull City had the same which was Olympic sports I believe yeah, yeah. they had the same kit makers didn't they and was sold at Tiger Sharks that's right <laughs> strange um so yeah Yeah. that's that's a very nice shirt yeah that's
0: one of my favorites that i I mean i can see why people wouldn't like it because it's non-traditional but i think that's why i like it so much yeah i I I like anything that's a little bit different every once in a while i mean don't don't get me wrong i wouldn't want that you know a shirt along those lines every year but just once yeah when
2: it's when it's once in a blue moon and it's just kind of that's something a bit different isn't
0: it yeah i mean i wouldn't want A city shirt manufacturer to come out with something like Nike have done for like Barcelona in recent years, where they start pissing about with your traditional um, colors. Well, not the colors so much, but I mean, Barca have had like, um, they've had one that looks like the Croatia home shirt. Oh, yeah, I remember that. In Barcelona's colors. They've had hoops. Um, Next year's, I don't know if you've seen any leaks of Barcelona's kit on Twitter. Look it up, anybody who's into your kits. Next year's rumored Barcelona home shirt. Is minging? <laughs> is, it, is it horrendous? <laughs> yeah.
2: Is it? It's all over the place. Jesus, it's all over. Who's making it? Is it still Nike? Nike again? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's Umbro's the best kit, isn't it? It always has been for me. But... Uh, for City, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think so. The one underneath that, uh, Benedict Ferriby says the understated, uh, unreal kit with unreal players. The Sonic Gold Adidas with uh, Matty Fry and Robert Corrin in a picture. Mm. Uh, which was like I, I thought that was a template kit. I don't need. Yeah, a. I'm, I don't I'm really like it. template kits. The same, each on their think, own and all that.
0: But. I don't think Adidas ever really did City justice, at least with their home shirts, mm. um, like in the the Premier League and, and Championship years. I think the only one that I really do like, even though it's template as anything, is the twenty twelve thirteen shirt. But. Mm.
2: Yeah, um, each to their own, indeed. Yeah, um, one. I don't I, mind it. I don't mind. No, it. no, it's I not a bad shirt, ones, but, yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that. Tiger Tube. It's, it's, it's not the one that's got tire prints all over it, at least. So no, it's true. <laughs> Tiger Tube has said uh, the Evec, uh IBC sponsor, uh, Purple Away, mm. uh, with the red kind of trim on the sleeves. If you remember that one, I do. I'm not mad about that. Um, I quite like that one, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a bit of a bit of an odd one that. Yeah. Um. All City Match One shirt says uh, Argentina blue. So that was when we yes. had cash converters with the Adidas stripes at the top, and then it was kind of like light coloured with still some like faint stripes beneath. That's a very nice. Yeah,
0: shirt. it's, it's <laughs> lovely that one. I've got that in a long sleeve. Yeah. Korean, I nice. just see you've just put a Chef's Kiss underneath it. Like.
2: Yeah. <laughs> lovely. The only thing wrong with that is the sponsor. Yeah. And you've actually tweeted on this. Uh, the sports card away, which was the grey. Um, 2001. 2002. 2001, yeah, 2002. That's, that's another
0: one of my favourites again, just because it's a little bit different.
2: Mm. I think
0: it's one that, that we don't. Um, appreciate enough as a fan base, and I know it's you know fairly simple with like two big navy blocks under the armpits. Mm. And well,
2: the home was the, like...
0: home was the same, wasn't it? Because it was a solid, solid kind of amber shirt. Yeah, just a, just a plain amber shirt. Mm. You know, unfussy. But I think that away one's really nice. I can remember going to watch us play Derby in the League Cup, mm. uh, Pride Park, wearing that shirt, and got at, uh, I think it was three nil. And remember the Derby fans singing, "We've got Fabrizio, and you've got fuck Oleo <laughs>
2: Um but that that shirt looked great under the lights. One yeah. of my favourites. That is a nice shirt, that one. Mm. Uh Ant Northgraves says, I love this one, and there's a picture and it's it's like teal blue with the um
0: Oh last a, season's third. Last
2: season's third kit. Yeah. Yeah. Which I like is that nice, one too. that one. It's mm. weird that the every every player <laughs> who's in that now, um, that promotional shot has left. <laughs> you, you could say that for anybody who's been in the promotional shots for our kits. I suppose. <laughs>
0: Um, <laughs> what was who was in the home shirt? Was Jackson Irvine? I think Eric so. And Camille Grzecik
2: wasn't. It? Yeah, they've all gone. Yeah, they've all gone. I think everybody's fucked up. Anything? If yeah. Reese Burks in, you're all right. But everybody else is fucked up. <laughs> um, old Grandpa Joe, if you remember, remember old Joe. Uh, he's gone for the 2013-14 away, which was blue with red kind of trim with white underneath. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about that. He said, it's simply my favourite Hull City kit of all time. Simply lovely. Of all time? That's what he says. It's a bold claim, It really Joe. is, isn't it? Yeah. I he's showed his age I, mean, I know I said, he's only I, 15.
0: I said, I'm in favour <laughs> of anything different.
2: Mm, I don't know about that one. It's a little bit Chelsea for me. It is a little bit. I mean, I remember the Newcastle away game, which was, we won 3-2 with uh, Alucos scoring. Yeah, Alucos scored that in. amazing oh, volley, God, yeah. God, that's just sex, wasn't it? It was amazing. <laughs> But (laughs) that's the only thing I really associate with that kit, and it's a great game. But it's a great game at Cardiff as well. Yeah, absolutely. battered them 4 0, didn't they? Yeah. It's Ole Gunnar Saltzhaw as manager as well. It's fucking weird that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then the last one was Hull City Kits, who's just, he's actually done the same as me, as old Les. He's put uh, the Sport Pesa. Deep purple, or whatever it was called, or cactus purple cactus purple cactus it was. purple um from the twenty sixteen seventeen because it was mm-hmm. our third in the premiere, wasn't it, so yeah, um so there you go, that was our um chat of the week um, chat shirt chat, shirt chat, <laughs> chatting shit <laughs> I'm sure the kit geeks along us will love that um. Well he probably didn't go in depth enough. <laughs> no, probably not. I mean, to be fair, I mean there's there is a there is a there's a an actual podcast from uh Les who used to be in Tiger uh, sorry uh Amber Nectar, he does a kit pod, doesn't he? Um where he talks about match one shirts and favourite kits of all time and all that sort of stuff. So if you're really into it you can go and find those where you talk for yeah. one or two hours ben. about kits,
0: but the Football Kid po- Podcast. That's isn't right, it? yeah. Uh, if you want to find him on Twitter, that's at Football
2: Kid Pod. Yes. Uh, that's always a good listen. Um, there's three or four episodes I think that I've done. Um, but yeah, so obviously that's that's just a new segment. Maybe we'll bring it back. Maybe we won't. But I just wanted the chat about shirts because I'd be moving maybe out. Maybe next
0: week we'll talk about favourite programme cover design.
2: <laughs> <laughs> favourite programme cover design. Interesting. We will see. Uh, somebody, somebody out there's got to have a thing. I'm about sure they it. will do. I mean, each to, their own. Each really? to their own. the road, each to the road. Horses for courses, and all that. Um, so obviously, we've got two games to look forward to over the Easter period. Uh, we'll try and get back together and do a, an episode, which is you know not three four weeks down the line because I'm unreliable yeah. and useless. But yeah, yeah, blend me. Well, you know now you're all settled in. Yeah, well, there's no excuse now, is there really? So, no. There yeah, really isn't. There really, there really isn't. isn't. So, after your birthday, uh, we've celebrated two good wins. <laughs> we'll get <laughs> back together crossed. and do it again next week. Yeah,
0: touch wood. Mm. Touch wood. Fault, the Tigers. See ya. Reverse ball. Everton with a chance to shoot across penny. And
2: Corey
1: Evans opens the scoring in the Yorkshire. Wise men say only fools run